Hey everyone, and welcome to the Uncorked Corner podcast, where we cover the full spread of food and beverage industry topics. My name is Bianca, PR and marketing professional by day and food and wine connoisseur by night. And my name is Nick, an accountant with a passion for barbecue, beer, and whiskey. We have a different episode for you today than what we normally do. Uh, as you know, if you've listened before, and if you haven't listened before, typically we feature guests on our podcasts. Today, it's just going to be Bianca and I freestyling this and let us know if you like it. If you like it, leave a comment, subscribe, rate, review, do whatever you want. If you hate it, let us know. And uh, going forward, let us know if you want to hear more of these solo podcasts or if you want more guests. All right. So for our very first live episode, Nick, we are talking about one of everyone's favorite things, which is coffee. So Nick can kick us off on the coffees that we'll be talking about, and he's going to give us a little peek into that espresso martini he's been raving about. So while we don't have a guest on today to interview, we do have to share that we have some coffee here from our friends over at Fire Department Coffee. They're a veteran-owned, firefighter-owned business. Uh, They're in Rockford, Illinois, where they freshly roast all of their coffee. They were kind enough to send us over a couple bags. We've gotten a sample a couple of them uh these two are shellback espresso which is a great espresso blend and also the spirit infused bourbon coffee and for our, their other spirits they offer they do also have uh, multiple different flavors including rum and tequila and i believe there might have been another one black cherry bourbon there it is So we've got the chance to try both. And one thing about this business that I think is so important, and obviously I think we're all realizing right about now, is that their Fire Department Coffee Foundation, which is a big big part of their business, all 10% of their net proceeds are donated to provide essential resources and assistance to first responders, who of course are critical in our workforce. To any first responders who've been injured on the job, mentally or physically, or who are facing health challenges. They also partner up with some other cool people, cool brands. Uh, they have different coffees. One of them, for example, if you're a UFC fan, Stipe Miocic, who you may know the firefighter himself, uh, is partnered up with them as well. He has one. It's an extra strength, extra caffeine blend. Uh, it's just really cool stuff. They have seasonal things, harvest blend. Uh, just go check them out. Their website's firedepartmentcoffee.com. That's firedeptcoffee.com. All right, Bianca, so you kind of teased it earlier. We're going to get into something that I tried for the first time recently, and that's making espresso martini. It was my first time ever having a real good espresso martini, you know, going to restaurants and everything with other people before. I've never personally ordered one, but I know I've tasted people's, and usually I've never been a fan. I you found have an unwavering level of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Normally, when I taste them, it just kind of tastes fake. It doesn't taste real. And I found that a lot of people use, like, they don't use real fresh espresso. Or they might use powdered coffee or something. And they don't, they kind of take shortcuts to get the essence of an espresso martini without actually using the right ingredients. But I went all out. I don't do anything halfway. So I made myself a fresh espresso in a little stovetop espresso pot using the shellback espresso fire department. I got my, I used Kettle One Vodka. I had Kahlua Coffee Liqueur. 
And I even garnished it up with some coffee beans. We'll post a nice picture up on the Instagram if we haven't already. So you guys and can see it. And for any true espresso martini lover that gets them at restaurants, you know it's only legitimate if it has three coffee beans on the top. <laughs> Served in a martini glass in true form. Uh, it's one, for those of you who would be interested in trying this at home, the recipe, it's one and a third ounce of vodka, two thirds of an ounce of Kahlua, two thirds of an ounce of espresso, and then the three coffee beans for garnish. It was super easy to make. If you've ever made espresso at home and you have a little sort of stovetop espresso pot, uh, Bialetti is a common brand. Mine is a cheap home goods version. <laughs> it costs about $8, but it gets the job done. Uh, make your espresso, fill a cocktail shaker with ice cubes or whatever you got. If you don't have a cocktail shaker, put it in a water bottle. I don't care as long as you can shake it and make it cold. Uh, add all the ingredients in, shake it, strain it into a martini glass, pour it nice and quickly. So, and make sure you shake hard. So you get a nice foam on the top and that way your garnished coffee beans will sit right there at the top of the glass for you. It looks pretty. Make sure you take all your pictures for social media and then get to sipping. I can tell you as soon as I started drinking it, it went down quick. And when I tried to give Alex, my girlfriend, a sip, it about half of it disappeared because it tasted so good. <laughs> As they say, phone eats first. It's the truth. <laughs> so speaking of liquor coffee, um, Shellback is just a traditional espresso blend from Fire Department. Uh, they Bianca also mentioned they had a bourbon infused coffee. Uh, you've actually been able to try that one too. Do you mm -hmm. want to tell us a little bit about that? If you like bourbon, and I know Nick does, so he might really like this. You definitely taste it. It's, it is a standout flavor in the coffee. It is very different. So it's different than most of the flavored coffees that I've had in the sense that it is, is infused with the liquor or liquor that is in it. Um, we've been drinking it every day, actually, for the past couple of weeks since we're getting through the bag. We've really been enjoying it. I think it's, it's definitely different. It's a medium roast, so it's not too heavy. Um, I'd be really curious to try it in an espresso form, even though it's not made as an espresso coffee, just because of the flavor. I think it could be good that way. Uh, but for anybody who likes their spirits, it's definitely a, definitely a good coffee for them. And I'd be interested in seeing if the other ones are as heavy on the liquor flavor as this one is. And again, guys, I can't stress enough. Fire Department's a great company. It supports great causes. Uh, they even have their Fire Department Coffee Foundation 10% uh, of their net proceeds donated to help provide essential resources and assistance to first responders uh, who have been injured on the job mentally, physically, or are facing other serious health challenges. So when you're giving your money to them, trying this Shellback Espresso, the bourbon infused coffee, any other coffees that they have, you're really helping out a good cause and getting some great coffee with it. Now, and you're also decorating your coffee shelf really nice because their bags are standout. The Shellback, if you guys haven't seen them, it's awesome. It's probably the best coffee bag I've ever had, uh, personally, but a bunch of theirs are the same way. I know they have a couple with the skulls and they pull that uh, different fire department kind of symbols in throughout all of their designs. So definitely worthy of putting on the shelf for everyone to see. Yep. Go check them out on their website. That shell backpack is really cool. There's, I believe I would call it Neptune or Poseidon. I don't know what they want to call it on there let's see yeah and the skull crushing espresso it's too it's kind of like that uh day of the dead skull with the fire department hat on so 
Very and great art. Awesome stuff. Super good design. <laughs> to get into the coffee, Bianca, and a little bit more into our personal preferences, how did you make this coffee when you tried it out? What's your typical brew method? So I've been brewing it in the traditional drip pot, um, just the regular coffee pot. We don't, neither of us really use pods, I don't think. So we haven't tried like the K-cups, but they do have pods for those of you that don't have a coffee maker. Um, so I've been only using the drip coffee, but I know Nick, you've tried it a different way. So how have you been making it? Cause it's been pretty good here. I think that maybe I make it a little stronger than most. So that's probably why I'm getting all that flavor in, but I know you've been making it different. So I've tried it in a few different ways. I've made the shell back in both a drip machine. I've made it in a drip machine on a concentrated setting, which makes a really dense concentrated cup, almost like an espresso in a four ounce. Um, that's a, from the Ninja Coffee Brewer, if anyone's familiar, has that machine. Uh, and I've also made it with a traditional espresso machine. And I've also made it with a French press. So I've kind of tried everything. The only thing I haven't done yet is a pour over, which Bianca was supposed to try, but she has not busted out the pour over <laughs> that I got her yet. It's still in the box. I'm afraid. I'm afraid because I don't want to mess it up. Well, you can't mess it up if you never try. So I guess you're on the right track. <laughs> My friends at Brutality gave me the confidence, but I'm just, uh, I'm still, still a little hesitant to try it out, but I'm going to do it. I swear I will post about it when it happens. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Bianca, of all the different styles of coffee, obviously drip, you said you've been doing you're going to try pour over so we can exclude that one. But I know you have a lot of experience with French press espresso. What's your fit, typical go-to or your favorite brewing method? My favorite is definitely the French press. Although I feel like it's a little bit more of a pain to clean. So I don't do it quite as often as I use just the drip pot. Plus it doesn't make quite as much and I usually make it so it's a little stronger. So it's kind of like an espresso. Um, but we love the espresso maker. I usually only make espresso at night though, as like a dessert or a cocktail mix. Um, we don't do too much espresso during the day, but uh, any sort of like, if you wanted to use it for smaller cups, if you're sharing it, or you just want like that extra strong sip, definitely like the perfect after dinner uh, for me after dinner drink. But uh, the drip is definitely my go-to, but if I know you just started with the French press. It's probably my favorite when it comes to the flavor and the quality of, of the brew. If it's difficult for you to clean, I think you need to get a new French press because mine is super easy to clean. <laughs> Definitely less work than cleaning out the filters and everything and refilling the water in a drip coffee maker. I actually use my drip coffee maker to make the French press. So I'm kind of a hybrid there. I just don't add in beans into the drip maker and it blends it at you know the perfect coffee temperature there without me having to boil water. So I take That's that shortcut. It works out. Um, I also I, do, I take the lazy man's way out sometimes, but I have not done that. <laughs> it's easy. Mine has a set. You can set it to different size pours, obviously. So I can set it everything from just a regular mug all the way up through a full carafe. So I throw it on usually the travel mug or the extra large travel mug, make 15, 20 ounces of coffee, throw the beans right in the bottom. And just, it makes some great rich coffee. I really like my coffee to be more uh, thick and rich, taste a lot of the beans, uh, taste the grinds. I don't like the grinds to be too uh, overly saturated and too much of them in the coffee, but I definitely like having them there instead of just sipping on something that's more like water or closer to like a 
really light coffee or tea. Um, so when it comes to that, Bianca, on coffee, what is your favorite origin or tasting notes that you really like in a coffee? That's hard. I feel like it's probably Colombian that based on what we usually buy, but I don't know. I'm kind of open to all different types of coffee. I mean, it really depends on the, on the blend and I'm not, I don't think at the same level of coffee knowledge as uh, maybe you are, Nick, but uh, I think any like stronger earthy coffee is definitely a go for me. And I don't really, I like flavors, but I don't really reach for flavors as often as a lot of people do. I know, uh, especially this time of year with the pumpkins and all the different flavored coffees, I still often just reach for my traditional medium blends. I'm with you there. Definitely that, you know, those South American type blends usually have what I'm looking for, specifically Colombian. Like I really like a chocolatey, nutty, you know, tone in my coffee. I'm not big into the earthy, flowery tastes or when it's too fruity or citrusy. Uh, still good. Definitely a good change of pace, especially during the summer if you do want something lighter. Uh, but I really like having those heavy, thick uh, chocolatey notes in my coffee. And if you're anti-pumpkin spice, you have to check out Fire Department's latest Instagram video, Blowing Up Pumpkins. So it is very funny. I'm definitely anti-pumpkin spice. So. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a quality uh, pumpkin explosion. So, you know, check it out. So Bianca, one thing that I know we've asked our guests before, and you might have glazed over it a little bit. What is your go-to year round? You have to choose iced or hot. You can, <clears throat> can either, hold on. You can either okay, okay, okay. never have iced again or never have hot again, but you have to drink coffee every day. I'll dump all the iced coffee down the drain if I could have hot coffee every day. I don't even buy iced coffee unless it's a hundred degrees and it's only for refreshment. I always, always get hot coffee. And, you know, I don't really have a great reason for it other than I think it has better flavor. It's not as watered down, lasts longer, in my opinion, flavor-wise. I think iced coffee very quickly, you know, as it melts, just like, you know, where did the flavor go? Uh, so definitely hot coffee. And I think, uh, Nick, you're, well, I don't know if, you, if you're always black coffee, but it's always hot and black coffee very occasionally if it's a latte or something i'll throw a little almond milk in there but black coffee for me i'm 100 of the time a black coffee drinker but i'm gonna take the opposite stance on this and i think you're crazy if you think all cold coffees are watered down and not rich because have you ever had a cold brew not a good so no because i don't buy iced ever when I go out anywhere. So whenever I have it, it's usually because I made it at home. And I'll be honest, I'm not a, I'm not very good at making it. So I actually, I have a uh, big 64 ounce mason jar. I make my own cold brew. I love it. It's definitely uh, my preferred way to drink coffee. If I ever go out to any coffee shop, I almost exclusively order cold brew unless it is cold out and I do want a hot coffee, but I definitely think cold brew can bring out the best in the coffee because you're not getting mm. the acidity that happens when you're cooking those beans in that hot water. Uh, you're not getting that rough sort of extra roast, extra burnt taste that you might get um, when you're uh, exposing the beans to that hot water. So that's why I like a cold brew. And when you're a black coffee drinker exclusively, 
especially when you go out to a restaurant where you don't have the control over the beans and you don't have the control over the water like you do at home, then that's usually the safer option. Because that's fair, but I would still probably drink coffee anywhere, even if it wasn't that great, because coffee's most always at least drinkable because I love it, the flavor and all that, you know. But we'll have to agree to disagree here because I'm definitely going to disagree because I've had some undrinkable cups of coffee. Both and I didn't, and I didn't know this about you about this iced coffee, cold brew, have you? little space there so uh, I will say I get what you're saying when it comes to iced coffee getting watered down and stuff but we're not talking dunks we're not talking Starbucks going to these big places where you're just kind of getting whatever's shooting out of the tap that day I'm talking real good quality cold brew I'm making it every day or I'm going to a really nice coffee shop and the cold brew is going to give you what you want every time and you're not going to have offensive taste or flavors. And even if it's a coffee and a cold brew that, you know, it might not be up my alley. It might be more uh, flowery or might be more citrusy. You're still going to get a really great tasting cup of coffee that way because you're not also going to pair it up with uh, any sort of extra burnt or acidic taste. Well, I suppose I'll have to try to give it a little bit more of a try. But now it's not, it's not iced coffee time of year anymore. So we'll have to wait till, you know, next summer. That's the point. Always, <laughs> always iced coffee type of, that time of year. Listen, we're all working from home right now. It's COVID-19. You're not leaving your apartment and getting cold anyway. You got your heat on. Just make yourself iced coffee. I disagree. I just don't want to be cozy. You know, I get I got the pot. Stays warm for me. I can just go refill my cup seven times a day. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely taking the coffee consumption to another level than I am. I have one cup. That's it. One extra large mug. Usually sip on it until 10 or 11, though. I'm exaggerating. But... Seven, but I don't at, know, least, at, least, at least three. So I'm probably still on another level than you are. Knowing your habits, I'd probably peg you more for six. I don't think seven was that big of an exaggeration. I mean, I suppose it depends on the size of the mug. So if I have three of my normal mug, it's very large. <laughs> <laughs> this is the mug. You guys can't see it, but Nick can. It's probably the size of my head. I mean... That's a big mug. What's a typical <laughs> cup of coffee supposed to be? Is it five, uh, six ounces, right? When you it, actually have a cup of coffee? It's not what most of us consider an actual cup of coffee. Yep. That's for sure. I agree with you there. Well, I think I'm going to have to make one of these espresso martinis because I don't think I have the, the ingredients. So I'm going to have to go get them. But what are you missing? I'm craving one now. You have coffee. I guarantee you have vodka. My bar, I don't, yes. I have vodka, I have coffee, I have everything but the coffee liqueur. You don't have the Kahlua? Yeah, so I don't think it would work. I don't even have like a, any cream liqueur, so. Yeah, I think the Kahlua or the coffee liqueur is definitely a big part of it. So get some of that, try them out. And who knows, you can always uh, experiment and make all kinds of crazy other espresso or coffee martinis. I know in the future, we're talking about some ideas that we might try something a little bit more seasonal coming up soon. So stay tuned. Um, oh, yeah. I think that'll do it for us tonight, Bianca. 
again, let us know what you think about the podcast. Uh, if you want to hear more with just me and Bianca, if you have any ideas what we should dive into, I know we plan on doing some deep dives and more of a intro stuff on different types of alcohol soon, tequila, scotch, whiskey, bourbon, any of the whiskeys, just to give me more of an excuse to drink it. Uh, stay tuned and hope to have more great content coming to you in the future. Cheers, Bianca. Cheers. Be sure to follow us on social at Uncorked Corner and on the blog at uncorkedcorner.com for a taste of more food and beverage content. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast platform you prefer. Thanks for listening. Thanks.